Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Love Offering Podcast. I am your host, Rachel Adams, and today's guest is Trudy Lineski. Trudy is a friend of mine, and we used to live in the same neighborhood and would regularly see each other on our daily walks. On one particular walk, I invited her to join me for a writer's conference, and now three years later, Trudy has published two devotionals, Reclaim Her Heart and Confidently Crowned. Trudy is on the show today sharing her perspective on our encounter as well as her heart for teen girls and their moms. While I know that God can use many people and resources to lead us and encourage us, it does make me smile to think that I might have played a small part in her story. Who will you encounter as you walk along during your day? You never know how a little walk can go a long way for the people who cross your path. Hey, Trudy, welcome back to the Love Offering Podcast. It's so good to have you. Thanks for having me, Rachel. It's good to be back. I know. So it's funny because I think the first time we recorded this, it was like season two and so much has transpired since then. But I want to encourage everybody to go back to listen to the season two episode with Trudy. Trudy gives like her whole testimony and kind of her whole backstory. And so if you want to hear that, go and listen to that previous episode. But today we're talking about how a little walk goes a long way. And for those of you that have read my specific devotion in a little goes a long way, I think that they're just going to be really excited to hear this story from your perspective. So this is like part two of this whole scenario. <laughs> yes. So, the seed that Rachel plants. <laughs> Well, I, the the ones that the Lord plants, and I'm so thankful, like, it's just so exciting to think about how he can use just any, any interaction in ways that we don't even know how he's going to use it. And I think that that's just like, your story is such a beautiful example of that. So, okay. To give everybody like a little bit of preface, in case you've not read the devotional, Trudy and I used to live in the same neighborhood. And so I'm a walker. Trudy is a runner. <laughs> And uh, we kind of ran into each other and I'm using air quotes in that way one day during our walk. And so I, I know in my devotional, I told my account of this story. So I just want everybody to hear from your perspective, what happened that day. Yes. So for those of you who know, Rachel, you know, that walking her dogs is a passion of hers. It's a daily thing, right? So one day Rachel was walking in the subdivision. I was training for yet another race and we bumped into each other or ran into each other, air quotes. And Rachel just said, hey, Trudy, um, so I'm going to She Speaks and it's a conference for women who would like to write, who'd like to speak and maybe even be a podcaster. I have a room. No one's going with me. You can have a bed. Would you be interested in coming along? And little did Rachel know I had received an email from Lisa Turkhurst previous to our little run-in. And my husband had been planting little seeds of the very same thing of, Trudy, you need to write a book. And Trudy, you need to do a podcast. And of course, I'm like, nah, like I'm not a speaker. In fact, I want to vomit every time I have the opportunity to get up in front of people and speak. So I don't see myself as a writer. I don't see myself as a podcaster or or even someone who has something to say. But Rachel there in that moment must have listened to a Holy Spirit God whisper and planted that seed and invited me along on this journey. And it has been a beautiful journey alongside her. And I'm super grateful for that. 
So I think, and I mean, I know the Holy Spirit, he probably whispered to me, but I think it was kind of like a selfish, like, I just want to spend time with my friend and like, this would be fun to go do together, you know, <laughs> like to room together, and eat together and ride together. And, um, but yes, so it, I definitely, I mean, it was for you, but it was like mutually beneficial for sure. So, so, right. okay. So fast forward. So we did actually go to, she speaks together in 2019 and mm-hmm. on the way home, you shared with me what God was laying on your heart to write, which has now come into fruition, which we're going to get to. So what was this experience like with God? You know, cause you'd kind of been feeling this prompting for quite a while with Tim and then, um, then with our encounter and then she speaks and all the things. So talk to us about kind of what he was impressing on your heart. Yeah, well, I think I was kind of like a toddler at at She Speaks, just sitting back there like, okay, God, like you called me to this, but I don't know what I'm doing here. (laughs) So I'm just going to sit in the back row. I'll take notes, but I'm not sure what this looks like. And so it was definitely a journey of obedience, a journey of surrender for me. Um, I came back in July of that year and he would completely uproot all of my identity issues. There was a point where I had some body image issues. Dieting was a cycle on and off. And it was Labor Day of 2019 that God was like, hey, Trudy, I cannot allow you to shepherd my girls if you are not completely sold out for me. And so that was a journey. And in the midst of this, I had a friend that said, you know what, Trudy, why wait for a publisher to pick you up? Just write. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to write. And it took me six weeks to write the book. And along that journey was spiritual warfare like none other. Our family went through a period of time where we we just had to do nothing but surrender our whole life to get on our knees and pray. We lost sleep. We lost our appetite. It was the enemy was at work in our family. And that's when I knew without a shadow of a doubt, this is a message that needs to get out there because the enemy was doing all he could to keep me from sharing what I had to share. So it was definitely a walk of completely laying down anything that I had preconceived, right? And it was surrendering my life, my family's life, and and just saying, you know what, God? Yes, I'm available. Just show me the way. You know what I love? And it's such a good reminder for me. And, and I wonder for everybody listening, what you just said, it's like, okay, I was, I was scared. I didn't think I had what it takes. The enemy attacked me. It, I had all this doubt, like this was not easy. And uh-uh. so often I think when we feel like we hear from the Lord, a direction, we think that it's all going to be smooth sailing and that we're going to have all the, the positive feelings and everything is going to go really well. But what I just heard you say is the exact opposite. I knew I was doing what God called me to to do, but it was really difficult. And I think somebody needs to hear that. I need to hear that today, you know, that it's not going to be easy, even though it's what God wants us to do, but he will never leave you or forsake you. You know, even in those hard moments, he was there and it was a choice to see that. Right. I, I had people say, you know what, Trudy, I think you need to lay this down. And I was like, no, I will not lay this down. And so 
Well, and I love too that you're talking about like before you were able to teach and share and shepherd young girls, you had to be firm in what your identity and go kind of through the fire first and make sure your identity was solid and secure in Christ before you could lead these, these girls, the other daughters of, of, of the Lord, um, right. closer to him as well. Yes, absolutely. What little G God stood in the way of me completely understanding who God has called me to be set apart, chosen, you know, created for such a time as this, there were little G gods. There were other things, the approval of others, the way my body looked, my pants size, the number on the scale, you know, those things came before God. And so we've to alluded to your devotionals several times. So you're the first devotional you released is called reclaim her heart. And it's a 30 day devotional for moms raising teen girls. So tell us about your journey as a mom. And I mean, you have sons too, but your, your heart for teen girls in general. Yeah. So I've had the, the privilege to do this mom journey along with Rachel. You know, we, we've, we've been momming for how long (laughs) since I stepped foot in Somerset, we've been doing this together. And I think we can both agree. We love being moms Mm -hmm. and I love every single stage. I love the newborn. I love the, the toddler stage. I, I love the teenage stage. And I never thought I would say that I have boys who are taller than me. In fact, my daughter who is 13 is two inches taller than me. I, I was, I was scared of those days. (laughs) Like, oh my goodness, they're going to be taller than me. They're not going to respect me. No, all of that was a lie. I love being a mom and this journey is not easy, but, but with God, all things are possible. Right. So my heart for teen girls definitely started in my own childhood and the things that I had gone through. I think we can all agree that growing up is hard. Being a teenage girl is hard. Finding yourself who you are is hard. I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I didn't know who I was. And I searched for 42 years and and finally found who I was in Christ. And it was people who had planted seeds when I was a little girl. I was the van drop-off kid. And it was there in that small little church that I found the love of Jesus. And once I found it, I didn't want to go anywhere else to seek that kind of love. And I want that for teen girls. You know, I look around and I see a hurting generation. I see a lot of confusion, a lot of mixed messaging. I see, you know, labels put on these children and these girls specifically, if we don't identify who they are, the world absolutely will. And so I think it's just super important that we start young, you know, and the, and, and we as moms, you know, we are confident in who we are in Christ and we know, and we live that every single day that when adversity comes to us, who do we seek? We seek first the kingdom of God, because that's when our girls will witness that. And that's their go-to as well. Yeah. It's not even, I mean, yes, it's what we say, but it's how we are, are acting and our behaviors and our actions. They are watching probably more that I don't listening and watching to, um, and paying attention to what we're doing. So I know your, your whole devotional is kind of advice and, and practical tips and application, but what advice would you give us today? Maybe one tip or two that, that of how we can reclaim the hearts of our daughters. 
Yeah. You know, in a perfect world, we'd never have to reclaim they'd already know, right? Mm -hmm. But this world is, they're just, they're after them, right? This, they're seeking to steal, kill, and destroy who they are in Christ. But as moms, I, like I said, when we live our faith out loud, when we are confident in who we are in Christ, we are living it out loud, then our girls are able to see that and notice it. Like where we find our identity will determine where they find theirs. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband said the other day to me, Trudy, you know, Lola's just like you. She's just your mini me. And that was heavy. That was heavy. Am I who I want my daughter to be? Am I acting in in according to, you know, God's will and purpose for my life? Am I, am I worthy of following? Am I worthy of mimicking? Mm -hmm. It makes me think of Paul, you know, when he says like, follow me as I follow Christ, you know, like that's our, that's our call too. And as I'm thinking about this and and I just want to be mindful of maybe somebody listening doesn't have a biological daughter, but there's so many ways that we can be spiritual mothers to our kind of our spiritual daughters. And you've done that, you know, with Lola, she is your biological daughter, but you have so many girls in your life that you have become a spiritual mother to. I mean, do you have anything to say on that, to speak to that, this, this idea of being a spiritual mother to all of our daughters? Absolutely. And we have so many opportunities and you talk about that in, on day 12 in this devotional, how we need to have our eyes open to those needs. I am very, very sensitive to the needs of people around me. And I'm not sure why, maybe that's a Holy Spirit thing. My door is always open. And the girls in my community know that like literally, I shouldn't say this, but our doors are unlocked and they can walk in anytime. They are welcome here. And and so I think for us as women, if we do not have a biological daughter, we definitely have somebody in our lives that we can mentor. And these girls are looking for hope and they're looking for love and validation. And, and you know, we know that who they're seeking is a savior. And, and we hold the key to that, to that longing in their heart. And so, yeah, just you know, keep your eyes open there's a need out there, you know, and I, I even just think about me growing up, how much I, you know, we're all looking for that woman. That's one step or two steps or three steps ahead. Even now I'm still looking for that. Like who, who can guide me and teach me and mentor me no matter what age we are. Um, and so, okay. So, so that was kind of your first devotional and that is for us as moms, but there's a companion, your second devotional. Um, and so it's a companion to the first and it's titled confidently crowned 30 days to owning your identity in Christ. And this one is for the teen girls. So what kind of challenges do you think, and you kind of alluded to this a little bit, but like, what do you think is pressuring our girls the most right now in our current culture? I think the newest thing is social media. It's all consuming. It's in their face 24 7, 365. It's stealing their presence. It's stealing their joy. It's stealing their identity, right? You look on Instagram, they don't even have to to- be told that they don't belong to sense it, right? They don't even have to be told that they weren't invited to know that they weren't invited. It's huge. And I know even for my children who are not allowed social media, there's this perfection that everyone, you know, has that walks around, 
you know, we got to have the perfect selfie and they see it, they see. So it's, it's for, that's a new thing, right? Social media is definitely new in our world. We didn't grow up with social media. However, our children are, you know, they still deal with things that we dealt with. The body image issue is huge. Our appearance, you know, um, godly friendships, the, it's, the pressures are there. And I think social media has a way of just magnifying those things. Even for us as adults, we, we have a hard time. I know for me, I have to be very aware of when I hop on social media, my emotions and how I'm feeling, you know, if it's, if it's not filling me up, then it's not worthy of my time, you know, and for us as parents, it's, important to model that for our children too. So what can we do to help our daughters realize their God-given identity? I mean, purchase your devotional is one way and and honestly to get them into the word and to kind of speak this, this truth to them. But what, what are some other ways that we can like really apply this to our daily lives? So I think sitting with them and asking them, you know, what lies are you hearing, you know, how can we take captive any thought you can sense as a mom, when your daughter is feeling icky, you can sense when she's believing lies or, you know, she's not, she doesn't understand who she is. You know, we, we can sense that there, there's something there as a mom. So that's time when we just need to lay down whatever it is that we whatever distraction, whatever is on the schedule and say, you know what, Hey, let's talk about this. I can see that, you know, you might not be feeling the great greatest about yourself or your appearance, what's going on. And just being hypersensitive to, to that. Not, I mean, not, I'm not saying you have to be a helicopter mom, but always just, you know, helping her, that the verse in Philippians that talks about whatever is true, noble, kind, praiseworthy, those are the things that we need to be fixating on. Anything that's not is not of God. And, you know, I, I help my my little girl and the girls in my life and even my boys, like, okay, these thoughts that you're having, are they true, noble, kind, praiseworthy? Then they're not of God. You know, so we need to take those thoughts captive, realign them with who God says you are. And they need to know they need to be in the word too. And I know that's not easy as a teenager, but for them to get in the word and say, okay, I want you to spend some time. I'm going to give you maybe three or four days. You tell me what God calls you and don't give them the answers. Allow them to seek that out themselves. Yeah. It's like tools for like, for lifelong, you know, cause we, the reality is, is we want to always be around, but we won't always be as around to be able to talk to them every single day. Eventually they will be out of our homes and are going to need to be able to have the tools to do it themselves. And I just was thinking, cause I was reading in Genesis this morning about how God, he asked like, where are you? And he was constantly pursuing his children. And I think that that's so much of what you just were saying, like to take the time and to give the space so that we can communicate with our children. It's like, where are you? Where is your heart right now? I want to know how, and constantly be pursuing them um, to let them know that God is pursuing them. And I think that that's, that's just a, such a good reminder for me too, because we can get so busy with 
our agendas and timelines, but to like make space to be present with, with our daughters and our sons and our husbands and really everybody in our, in our lives. Yes, absolutely. So, okay. So you now, and I mentioned this, but you, you walk alongside kind of figuratively and literally lots of moms and daughters through your kingdom mamas podcast and kingdom culture group. So what have you learned that we as women and young women need most? Do you think? Community. (laughs) We need community. And I think living in a post COVID world, you know, we, we, we stepped away from community. We went in our homes and we kind of secluded ourselves but it's never been more important for us to just rally around each other, to be in community with one another, with like-minded believers who spur one another on, you know, for Lola to see women in my life who not only walk the way that I do, but talk the way that I do, who are in the word, who know, knows biblical truth like the back of their hand, it's so powerful because I think sometimes as parents, we can talk until we're blue in the face, but until somebody else says what we said, or, you know, confirms, you know, God's word, there's those aha moments and those light bulb moments of like, oh, wait, mom isn't crazy. (laughs) This is what God says. This is his word. And for them as well to be in community with girls who are steadfast and immovable in the eyes of the Lord. And there's power in that. There's so much power in that because when they can stand in community and understand what God says about them, then the ways of the world are not on their radar or, you know, there are boundaries that are set up. Like I am not going to cross this boundary because this is, you know, this is how I live and this is, Yeah. Yeah. It holds us accountable. And I, you know, I just was thinking I had a big decision to make the other day and I talked to my mom about it and she had given me a piece of advice. And then I went to another friend and asked for their advice. And then I went back and told my mom and she's like, I already told you that that was the advice I gave you. And so I think, but it just makes me Google because I'm thinking about me and Kate. Sometimes our daughters, we can, you know, they're like used to us saying the same thing over and over and over again. But then when somebody else says it, even though it's the same thing we've been telling them for like, until we're blue in the face, it finally is like that aha moment when somebody else says it, you know? And so I think that that just makes me giggle because it's like, it's true no matter what age we are, um, that we do need so many good, wise voices in in our lives to confirm what our moms maybe already told us. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think busyness keeps us from community, you know, and I'm an introvert, so I kind of keep to myself, Mm -hmm. but it's so important for me to, to have women in my life to, you know, to pray for your children. There's nothing more beautiful than, you know, people coming alongside you and just praying for one another and seeing God work in those ways. Yeah. Well, so I know, you know, we've been talking about like our walk that kind of, you know, didn't change the trajectory of your life, but 
helped encourage you and nudge you in, in, in that direction that you already felt like God was calling you to do. So I'd love to hear is, is do you have an example? Cause we're all walking, you know, in our neighborhoods or at parks or down the hallway at school or at work or wherever we're walking in the grocery store. Um, so we are, we're all walking along and that's how Jesus walked. Like who are we encountering throughout our days that maybe could need a nudge, you know, Holy spirit nudge from us or whatever. So uh, do you have a story um, of how a little walk has gone a long way in your own life. Yes. In fact, it was probably this summer that I was going for a run again. And we've lived in this subdivision for five years. And I probably know a handful of people. I can probably count on one hand how many people or how many families we know in this subdivision. And there are so many homes And that was kind of a heart check for me. And I was running along and saw one of my neighbors who was always out pruning her flowers. And this time I decided to stop and talk with her. And her name is Dorothy. And I got to know her. She's a widow. And so it was in that moment that time didn't matter, that my attention, you know, was on her and getting to know her more and her story. And now I stop and talk to Dorothy all the time. We are now, we're friends. (laughs) Did we just become best friends? But seeing a need or maybe just even a heart pull to talk with somebody and to drop whatever it is you're going, you know, whatever you're doing and just investing in the lives of of people around you is so important. And God is going to use that, you know, no matter how minuscule that might seem, he's going to use it in big ways. I'm just, it's occurring to me that there's possibly somebody listening to this episode while they're on a walk or a run right now. Um, And so if she is just really struggling, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, our own daughters, but we are all daughters of the King. And so what would you say that you want them to hear right now? If they're really struggling with their own identity and their heart maybe feels far away from the Lord, how would you encourage them to believe that who they are as beloved daughters of the Lord? Well, you know, God says that he has numbered the hairs on your head, that you are chosen, you are set apart, you were made for such a time as this, that he loves you so much that he brought his son here to earth to die for you. And so whatever lies that you are believing, whatever is going on between your own two ears, I want you to take some time today and just write it down and and just ask yourself, what are these lies? Are they true? Are they noble? Are they kind? Are they praiseworthy? If not, they're not from God. And we need to just cast them as far as the East is from the West. And to just take some time today to maybe listen to a worship song um, or or get into God's word. You know, you're, you're here, you're here and you're listening to Rachel's podcast, which is going to just breathe life and love. You are loved. And anything that tells you anything different is a lie straight from the enemy himself. So not today, Satan. Amen. Amen. I needed to hear that today. And of course, I know I'll stay connected with you, um, but I know that everybody else, they probably feel like you're a new friend as well. And so how can they stay connected with you, purchase your devotionals, listen to your podcast, get involved in your, your kingdom culture group, all the things. 
Okay, so I can be found on Instagram. That's my hangout of choice, Trudy underscore Lineski. My books can be purchased on Amazon, Reclaim Her Heart and Confidently Crowned. And my podcast is called Kingdom Mama's Podcast and can be heard on all the podcast outlets. All right. Well, Trudy, thank you so much for being my guest and for um, just sharing your heart. It's just such a beautiful heart. And I know it has encouraged mine and I'm sure it's going to encourage everybody listening and for helping us to believe that a little walk can go a long way. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to the ministry and the little seeds you were planted come into fruition. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode with Trudy Lineski. We hope that today helped you to believe that a little walk goes a long way and to understand your inherent significance and God-given identity. This week, your little task is to take a walk and pay attention to the people that you pass. Ask God to give you the opportunity to be a good Samaritan. If you're interested in show notes, you can head on over to at Rachel Adams author on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to connect with you there. I'd also love to connect with you over on rachelkadams.com. There you can subscribe to receive your weekly love offering newsletter. And all of this information can go straight to your inbox each week. You can also listen to previous podcast episodes. You can read the blog series. You can purchase significant merchandise in the shop, download the free resources like the conversation guide and guided journal, and connect with me if you are looking for a speaker for your next women's conference, your retreat, or just to talk with your group or maybe do an online book study. I would love to talk to you more about that opportunity. So please reach out to me again at rachelkadams.com. Next week, my guest is Leslie Thompson. Leslie is on the show talking about how a little celebration goes a long way. I can't wait to chat with you again then, but until then, I hope you have a terrific week. And as always, remember to lead with love. Thank you.